and we're back well, all right so as you guys can tell colby is not here to open up right now he will join us hopefully right so in the meantime we got christian here christian this is it uh straightforward to it man this is it big week historic may i add um i think uh i think it's right that you uh go ahead and take it away for a little bit go ahead it's it's been a long couple of days. I have nonstop just thinking about Sunday and it's preventing me from doing work right now. Um so it's really I'm sitting there on Twitter, TikTok, whatever, just watching Lamar edits left and right. Um, They're everywhere. But it it I'm struggling to find words of how I'm overall feeling right now because it's this is the biggest game in Baltimore history. Um, first time Baltimore has hosted the AFC Championship as the Ravens. We did host it as the Colts in 1971. Um, so <laughs> I don't really count that. No, I don't think that counts. We're we're bringing back literally the Avengers to come back for this game. Um, we have Ed and Ray being the legends of the game. Uh, Michael Phelps is our uh, coin or coin toss or ball guy, something like that. Initially, Jonathan. Oh, I think Jonathan Ogden's our honorary captain, so he'll be part of the coin toss. Um, Terrell Suggs, Anquan Bolden, Dennis Pitta, Matt Stover, uh, Terrell Suggs, they're all going to be there. Um, so it's just legend after legend coming back. And then we're going to be rocking the purple and the black. Um, so we are 3-0 in that uniform combo in the playoffs. Um, and so, And then we don't have a, a stealth bomber uh, coming over the, the field for, for, the, <laughs> for the national anthem. Um, so I did buy tickets. To go to hey, that's spending. that's the bombshell there. Whew. I did. That was a very stressful hour and a half of my life not doing work. Thankfully, I have a great boss that does not care and was like, get the tickets. So, I every time I clicked on a ticket, it was like, oh, not available. Oh, sick. Um, so finally, finally was able to get some. Had to spend a bag, but I look back at this going, this is literally like the monumental, like right here we got got to um i haven't been back since 2018 when we blew out the buffalo bills week one of lamar's rookie season flacco was still the starter um so we blew him out i believe 42 to 7 if i'm mistaken so it was a it was a router um so it's gonna be just hearing that seven nation army and live in person for the first time in so long it's just gonna hit the bloodstreams and just, okay. just the anticipation, everything, just thinking of how it's, this is it. This, you have to take down the big bad man, the big bad wolf, the head chief, the current champ. In order to be a champ, you got to go through the champ. So it is, it's it's insane. Um, but I do think, we match up very well against the Chiefs. Um, even though it's Patrick Mahomes, it is Patrick Mahomes. But everything else, I, I can dive into later. But it's, it's, it's good, and I'm, I'm feeling confident. Like I, I'm back in this team to until I'm six feet below. Um, so I'm ready to go to war. It is going to be a scene in Baltimore. I can't wait. I love, I love how you mentioned the Lamar edits. Um, but I love the little uh, response there. But uh, I, I was about to say, there's a lot that's come on my feed of those Lamar memes, man. Uh, what did you have in the chat? It was Captain Lamarica? Captain Lamarica. Lamarica. There it goes. Yeah, that I was about to say that that <laughs> it's everywhere. Um, from my feed, it was a uh, Lamar saved the Soul Society. That was I don't know why it's Soul Society, but I think it's because you know it's the meme that from the shows and all that. Anyways. It's going to be a scene. Like you said, I saw that post as well of Michael Phelps and Ray Lewis, Ed Reed being there. And I was just like, dude, Christian got his tickets. Not only did he get it before this announcement, but he also beat the Swifties to get his ticket as well. Because when you told me that, when you said it in the group chat, I was like, that must have been really stressful because you're going up against Swifties as well from the Nova region. And that is a beast in itself. 
So, <laughs> yep, that's I think what was happening. Um, but it was also a fact of like this is a the biggest game, biggest game. So I, I knew I knew people were gonna want to go to this game no matter what. Oh yeah, no, this is the biggest game in history, and then everyone's showing up to prove it. So, obviously, we're all rooting for the best here, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, for now. We got to get into the little flips and dips of the NFL offseason for the rest of the teams, I guess you can say. Um, starting with the fact that almost every coaching job is pretty much taken. And a big name is still left out on the little pond, I guess, or whatever. I don't know where will Belichick be, I guess, in this case, but he's still out there. Christian, you were out there saying that there is no more of a market for them. I said, maybe the commanders will actually go back on their word and say that they are interested in them, but it's not looking too good, huh? No, not looking good. Um, Just based off the schemes and everything. And I mean, commanders came out saying they're not interested in bell checks. So I don't anticipate them then. And that just leaves Seattle. And I don't know what Seattle's doing. They were reported to have Dan Quinn for the longest now, and I felt like that kind of died down a little after the whole Cowboys debacle in the playoffs. I think that guys must say a little justified. We, remember, we have Vrabe still on the market. We still have Ben Johnson still in the market. Ben Johnson has been the hottest name in head coaching for the past two years. I think Ben Johnson lands in Washington, Seattle. I don't I don't know. That one that one can be a complete left turn all day as long as it's not mike mcdonald i am happy um so just keep keep mike in uh baltimore oh that's gonna be tough i i I have noticed the name has grown a little bit of a hot topic because of this defense and how it's been performing i mean him in seattle that young defense over there that it's gonna be a hard uh, be a hard turn away if i was mike mcdaniel and i finished the job somehow Uh, anyways that, that's a good – I haven't even thought about Seattle. Um, and that's a good point because Seattle has been in the backbone of all of this, you know. And, and the one thing like that – yeah, they might be waiting for probably one of the, you know, championship teams to lose or uh, either or. They're, going, they're waiting, it seems like. But for me, when it comes to Belichick, and the thing that caught my attention was everyone saying that during these interviews that Belichick is still looking to have all that control that he used to have and everything in New England. And that's a real turnoff right now for a lot of these teams. So I feel like if that is the case, maybe his best bet is to just probably retire. I don't know. I I mean, it was reported that Arthur Blank, the owner of the Falcons, is all in on Belichick, but leadership at Atlanta was not. So I feel like leadership won this argument in order for Raheem Morris to come in, which I still don't know how I feel completely. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah he's a good where he was the interim head coach um for a little bit when he I think he went four for five um when he took over for was it Mike Smith that he took over when he was Mike Smith was fired, if I'm mistaken. Um uh, who, I don't know so Dan but Quinn, I, when Dan Quinn got fired, yeah. But I do know is that he also did really good in his previous job as a Bucks coach. He was the Bucks head coach one time. Yeah. Yeah, and he actually was a really good defensive coach. Um, that's a little fun little look up if you I'm want. Man. That was that's the only reason fun. why I'm actually that's the only reason why I was hype about the Raheem Morris from a couple of weeks ago. It was because I found about that little nugget there. And if Todd Bowles would have failed again, I would have thought maybe the Bucks go shoot him a shot. I mean, you I saw what he I was mean, working the Bucks, with the Bucks with the Rams. Could, the Bucks could technically still fire Todd Bowles. <laughs> no. Todd Bowles won a playoff game. They're going to keep him. I mean, a year without Brady, I think they're going to keep him. I mean, he managed to do it. He was from 2009 to 2011. Yeah, I was about to say, look at the record real quick for me. I think they were saying like he wasn't like that bad. I don't know why it was such a short stint or unless the last season was terrible, but. Uh, He went 2009, he went. Three for thirteen. Okay, that's uh, terrible. Two thousand ten, he went ten for six. There it is. See, I, I knew there was one good season. <laughs> uh, it came third at NFC South. Wow, we came third in the NFC South with a ten to six record. 
that's what back when NFC South was the NFC South. Oh, that's the Saints and probably Matt Ryan's Falcons were good at one point. Um, and in 2011, they went four for oh, 12. No, that was Cam Newton. 2010 was probably Cam Newton in the Saints. Because, I, I mean, Cam Newton was around at some point, right? In that time. Dude, we're getting old, dude. We're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> we got to look back and be like, oh, God, was Cam Newton really 2010, man? Oh, God. No, that, that, that's good. To, that, we need, oh. a, we need, a, we need total, a story. He went 17 for 31. All right, so yeah, that isn't great yeah. in your three-year stint. That's great. <laughs> but second chances. Second chances matter. Um, all right, so he was that's one hire. The other hire was Carolina today, right? It was uh they took the Bucks coordinator. Coordinator of the Bucks. Yeah, they took it, the Bucks now, offensive coordinator. He was a hot name last year on the offensive coordinator market when he was the quarterback's coach at Seattle. Um, so he he was a hot name on the market. Bucks got him, and obviously we kind of saw how Baker was this season. Like it was pretty good. Like their scheme, everything was drawn up. So I think this ultimately came down to like I don't think anyone really wants the Panther shop. So we're probably not going to get the hottest name on the market. We might get the a medium sizzle name. Um, so let's good good for Coach. Can I also see what what he does? I mean, you you got really bare the bottom of the barrel here. So let's see how this works out. And then maybe Belichick takes takes a year off and is waits for McCarthy's job once once that's ready to go for Jerry to get him right in there. Then the Cowboys do the same thing that they did to get McCarthy because he took one year off. Remember mm-hmm. how McCarthy was like, ah, oh, I know the game. I, I've seen it all. Belichick's going to come in with that same spiel. That'll be pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. But I don't know. If I was Belichick, the doors are coming down. You've already did these multiple interviews. and Maybe, like I said, I feel like you got to at least strongly consider it, at least. You know? I know you're close, but... Or at least consider stepping, giving up some of the power, you know? Like, like, geez, like, you could see that that's starting to become a problem here. So... That would be that would at least be my takeaway. But he is, of course, one of the greatest of all time. So if he were to take a year off, who knows what could happen? You know, let's say who knows what could happen. Honestly, maybe he could fall in love not working. Like he could just finally find some peace and then take forever off. Like who knows? It might just kind of dip out or just pull, or he might pull a Larry Fitzgerald where people start thinking, "Oh, is he going to come back? Is he going to come back?" And then we forget, and then we're like, "Oh." I guess he's retired. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess he actually has done this time. Yeah, because because I mean, Larry Fitzgerald never announced a a retirement, so it might end up just like that. Yeah, it could could just end up being like that. Like he's just sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting. All right. Um, damn, man, it's crazy to think about. And now, not to even mention that, but one of the bigger names actually did get signed this week. And another big name that's about to be signed is going to be Colby Johnson. Um, let's see if we can uh, go ahead and get this guy in here. Oh, there we go. Here we go. Give him a few seconds here, folks. Oh, man. What a what perfect timing. I feel like when we're talking about AFC quarterbacks, Colby Johnson just seems to show up and be ready to talk about him. Colby, we are here, and we are about to talk about Harbaugh being signed to the Chargers. Um. Great time for you to come in and just give us a, how you doing and what are your thoughts on that? I'm good, man. I'm good. I hope I didn't miss too, too much of the good stuff already. Uh, apologies. Oh, no worries. But yeah, no, it's uh, I mean, it's a home run for the chargers. I think that's the best they could have done. Um, I was, I mean, it seemed like once he got his championship that when he started doing the interviews, it kind of seemed like he was ready to be done with the NCAA's nonsense. Um, I mean, I love it for the Chargers. I think it's the best thing that's happened in Herbert's career. Now, he hasn't been in the NFL in a while, but I'm sure he'll be fine. Um, he definitely has the thing going for him, which uh, Collins talked about on his show. But you would think, like, well, Pete Carroll, when he first came into the league, like, when you – these NFL guys who know college in the NFL, like, first couple years in, you should be able to nail the draft because he knows all the players from recruiting and coaching them, coaching against them, that thing, that sort of thing. But – yeah, I mean, this is a massive upgrade for the Chargers, considering that Brandon Staley is their head coach uh, last year, and the team just quit on him. So, I mean, they're in a tough spot. They have a lot, Obviously, they're going to lose some people, and they have some 
plenty of holes on their roster. So I don't have massive expectations for them immediately, but he'll immediately stabilize them and make them better. So that, I think it's a home run for them. I loved it. Glad he's back. Glad he's back. He's not in the NFC. Yeah, dodged the <laughs> bullet there, there, folks. Um, Christian, thoughts on Harbaugh and the Chargers? I mean, we all kind of saw this from a mile away. Like, I've been Real? saying that's like several months of when Michigan was going to win it. It was kind of just a middle finger on the way out. Like, huh, you can't catch me, boys. Prepare so. to go out like that. <laughs> but I think now this is really this really puts a lot of pressure on Herbert, where you have no excuses anymore, man. You got you you lost your punching bag of Brandon Staley now. Like he's out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was damn good punching bag too. If they <laughs> playoffs next year, if they don't even win a playoff game next year, like I think the Herbo like is it's gonna start getting loud. And it's going to start – It's because it's already been something I felt like over these years that people have been telling, like, oh, Herbo's top five, top five, top five. And he hasn't really done to his abilities. I mean, of course, there's limitations of having a, a nut job at, at, at coaching. Your wide receivers have been pretty injured, and Quentin Johnson can't catch anything to save his life. Chargers karma. Chargers karma. Yeah. <laughs> now you, you – you can't really, and especially if a top five pick, you like you cannot. You're you're running out of excuses now. It's it's getting to that point. So it's, it's probably going to get to the point where Trevor's at right now, where Trevor's noise is kind of sparkling up. Mm. But good, good, good hire though. I can't wait to see this on documentary um, of who got it better than us. So <laughs> that's a great buy. That honestly, that one might come true, just like your Vrabel thing. I, I've been this would saying, be the this would be the best documented probably like if anyone if anything we need to like somehow showcase this season like you you had some pretty great takes I'm not I've, going I've been on that heat. right <laughs> you're on a heater you're on a heater at that point I'm on a heater that has to be the key to our team successes here because Colby was on an NBA heater last year and then look at his NBA team and he's wearing his championship ring. And then right. this season, you're on a heater, just calling takes left and right. And oh, yeah. left and right. Eight years in a row. Winning the fantasy football league. <laughs> you're on a heater. <laughs> the possible Super Bowl. Um, and with it all, like it would just be the cherry on top. And having <laughs> the most uh, wins on this podcast as well. Uh, of uh, yeah. that, oh. That's a stat. Well, that is a stat. Yeah. I'm on a heater. Too. <laughs> very comfortable yeah i was about to say it was decided two weeks before the season three three weeks probably before yeah. the season ended. you had uh, like a what like a four was it four straight weeks three oh, and like oh? four four straight three and oh. <laughs> incredible heater like that I was said, man. impressive as my bear streak last year yeah <laughs> see we we think and we figured it out we didn't well we didn't we figured out that christian was on a heater but we couldn't figure out colby's uh Jinx team this season. Well, it's kind of the Colts. It was Arizona, and then it's kind of the Colts on the back half. Yeah. It, was sort of- it, was, it was like Arizona first half, Colts second half. Like they had like <laughs> our knocks, like mid mid switch. <laughs> it wasn't like a whole season long run like the Bears last year. <laughs> oh my god! I'll have to replicate that. Great moments here, man. Yeah, the script is the script just said it had to mix it up and everything. Um, all right, so Colby, just to catch you up, we actually haven't gotten over to the games yet. Uh, we got a beautiful oh. speech. I've got a great pregame speech from Christian. Um, oh, and then we had we went over though the new coaches. We went over Raheem Harris, Raheem Morris. Sorry, I can't read my handwriting. That was Raheem Morris. I, I'm not surprised he got a job, but I was surprised. I really thought Atlanta was going to get Belichick. That's kind of what I. I mean, they interviewed so many people, and he was like their interim. That's that's so weird, but I mean, I'm happy for him. He does seem like a good coach. Happy, good to get him second chance. He's, he and, seems like a good coach. He's been getting a lot of like noise from people on you know broadcasting, a lot of love from foreign players. Like it's it's more noticeable than I feel than other recent hires. So that's a good positive sign, I guess. And then the other one it was can I can't say his last name, Christian. You said Canales, it better. I believe I believe that's how you say it, Canales. Yeah. Oh yeah, Canales. that was kind of a surprising one too. The Bucks OC. Yeah, that was his first year as a Bucks OC too. They said, mm-hmm. uh, and he got immediately got a head coaching job. So sucks for Baker to have like what his fiftieth play caller now next year. But uh, 
Yeah, that was that's. I mean, you know, the Panthers probably weren't exactly getting uh, the most love from the top candidates anyway. So you hope that can help Bryce Young. That was interesting. I like. I mean, the Titans should have kept Rabel, but them getting Callahan is interesting as well because he he has had a pretty decent little track record here with Christian's favorite team, the Bengals. That guy guy screams Brandon Staley 2.0. He he looks like he's going to be that type of coach that's going to make those bonehead decisions. Oh, gosh. He had Uh, Jake Brown looking a little bit, though. Oh, and I, I will put this out there right now uh, so you can mark it and, you know, ride my takes of hot takes. T. Higgins is a Tennessee Titan. Oh. Oh, I can definitely see that. That'd be a fun one. I'll write that in. Some of the previous ones have. I I think Tennessee's – I mean, they're not going to be good next year, but, I mean, I do think – I thought Will Levis did have – he had some moments. There's something there. I don't know. TBD, but he had some moments. Yeah. We're already going for it. We're going after a team that hasn't even been playing football in like a couple <laughs> in a month or so. Christian, come on, leave them coach. alone. I'm saying, I'm just saying they hired a coach. They're in the news. Who hired a coach? The Titans. That's who we're talking about. Callahan, uh, the Bengals OC. Oh they snap! I completely forgot about that. They, yeah, I, to be honest ago. with you, I let that. I just saw that completely fly <laughs> over my head. Just like how you guys were just talking about it just now, it flew over my head when I saw the signing. Um, Look, I got to say, I mean, when your coaching tree is Zach Taylor, I mean, I don't have much faith in you as well. Zach Taylor, this is his first one, right? He's trying to build yes, the coaching This is the first branch. This is the first. The Zach Taylor coaching tree begins. I mean, you got to give the guy props. Mike Tomlin's been coaching for how damn long? He doesn't have a coaching tree at all. He doesn't have a single coaching tree a guy. Hey, I, say, I don't think Carball has a coaching tree either. After all these years, like I don't think Carball <laughs> has. It's just different in the AFC North. Yeah, it's just brutal football up there. It's hard it's to be successful. Tomlin Harbaugh doesn't have a coaching tree right now. Well, they've been co- they've been coaching against each other like our since we were children. <laughs> they don't have coaching trees. <laughs> These are just insane, and it's good that we're going to have them for another another season, right, Colby? We're we're happy we get to see it for it's another fun. season. I'm actually, waiting on actually, the actually, higher. Actually, I lied. I now just remember David Coach Dave. If you remember him with the Texans, one year uh, stint, David Cudley. Oh yeah, that's right. Let's <laughs> yeah, the horrible. I I thought he got a raw deal. To be honest with you, he had, he had me believing in Davis Mills. That's how that bandwagon got started. Davis Mills, the back half of that year, looked pretty good. That guy oh. got screwed. <laughs> it obviously worked. Ended up working out for them down the road now. But yeah, he definitely got screwed. He was better than Lovey Smith there. I thought the Lovey Smith thing was just bizarre. Yeah, he did what he could to help the Bears. He he did. Yeah. And he actually helped the Texans because everyone thought they might have taken Bryce Young if they had the number one pick. So he ended up helping the Texans too. Like it's CJ. That's that's actually crazy. Even more even more considered, you know. No, I don't they, know. They, they were walking him out the building. Well, rightfully so. <laughs> um all right. We got a few moments here. So any other big news before we get into the second half of this puppy? I mean I don't know if Christian wants to talk about Doc Rivers and and uh, and, and um, Adrian Griffin. We could do. I think I just told you. What did that mean? That man had to literally like be the worst <laughs> to get fired of that record. Like, like you, you. There's. Uh, I think they hated him. I don't think the players like Giannis. If you've seen some of the clips, like Giannis, like there was a game where he was like subbing himself back in. Like I, I just don't think. I think he lost. The players just never bought in. Is what it seems like, and his schemes were terrible. What I understand. Harry Scotts had it walked out like what yeah, was it a couple weeks started, before right. the even season started. Yeah. So I, I don't know what was going on behind the scenes there. They were freaking doing the conga freaking dance yesterday. Like <laughs> oh, they were happy. They were, they were celebrating. One, two. You probably, you probably try to play you probably, you probably try to cut up with Danius and the Giannis was like, What? What did she try to do? Oh, you're out, buddy. Oh, I love those memes. It was like, Thonis, what do you even do? And it's just Giannis looking over at him like, what'd you say? <laughs> oh, man. Those are those are good memes. I can't believe Doc, though. That's... Doc Rivers, man. So, what, 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 if a figures it out? what if he actually figures it out with the, with the Bucks? I, I mean, mean, he's all-time coach, right? 
I mean, he's got this is he better figure it out. This is he's just <laughs> the second best player in the world. Um, like I don't know. I actually he got a bag. I don't know if you saw the contract, but because he was the ESPN and like they're so desperate, like he was in a strong negotiating position. Wasn't he wasn't he serving as a consultant to the freaking Adrian? Something like that. And he was also doing games for ESPN. Yeah. Doc, that's wild, man. He's like literally a couple weeks ago where like NBA don't care doesn't care about the head coaches. Like you'll see a head coach and he's on like three different teams with yeah, yeah, the retreads. It's like the same guys just get shuffled around. They they throw in a new one and it's frustrating to, it frustrates me too is because like I feel like when they do like the teams do do off the wall thing, it usually works. Cause like Nick Nurse, he was off the wall before Toronto got him. Like well Griffin didn't work. So I guess it doesn't always work. But like OKC's coach is really good. But yeah, they just they cycle the same coaches. It's wild. This is what Doc Rivers' fourth team that he's been coaching since we've been watching basketball. Boston Clippers, yeah, fourth team. Yeah, Boston had, the Clippers. Uh, was he in Philly? Elite players, yeah, Philly for three years. Toronto. And then, nah, he never coached Toronto. And he coached Orlando before Boston. That was when we were like two, three years old. So that's five, five teams he's coached. And it also happened, like, the past, like, three NBA winners, like, had their co- head coach fire already. Um. Well, so, not, like, not the last two, but, like, Nurse was fired from he won in Toronto, and uh, Frank Vogel was fired, who won with the Lakers in the bubble, and Coach Bud uh, got fired. I still so, never understood that one. Why did Coach Bud get fired? That one I never got around. Because he didn't know how to guard Jimmy Butler in the first round. <laughs> but yeah, they probably wish they hadn't. Do you know what? They probably wish they hadn't fired him now, considering how bad Adrian Griffin must have been. <laughs> yeah, man, that was that is crazy. How fast? Yeah. I mean, they said it though. Like if you watch the clips, I mean, from what it was like beginning of the season, you can tell from like I think that was when it happened, Colby. It was like one of the first games of the season where he tried to sub Giannis and he pulled himself back in. Uh, I think that was like very early. Then there was an incident during the in season tournament where Giannis called out the coaching and he was like, "It's disorganized." I'm pretty sure that's when you heard the disorganized clip. Well, yeah, they said like I think like a week or in one of the first weeks of the season, the like veteran players like asked him to like change the defensive scheme because his defensive that he was running made like no sense. So it's yeah, it was just a disaster. The stories that'll come out probably like over the co- next couple months will probably be very interesting. Oh yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be good, but I mean, Doc Rivers over there, the NBA is doing its own thing. We'll get into that here in any other time. Any other uh, NFL news? Well, we got one minute left here. I don't think so. Yeah, I think I don't that's think all. So. All the coaches, other than Belichick, I saw a tweet today. I don't know if any of y'all saw this. Some uh, I think it was Kevin Clark. He said, "Bill Belichick, get ready to learn the podcast gambling ad awareness read, buddy." <laughs> Oh no! The podcast this gambling ad disclaimer. Because <laughs> I don't think he's uh, taking a job. I would say doesn't oh. seem like he's gonna get any of these ones that are left. He might just join Tom Brady's podcast. That would be wild. Make one with Saban, since they both retired at the same time. The goats, the goats pod. <laughs> oh man, I'll be coming right after Tom too. <laughs> anyways, yeah. anyways, <laughs> let's get into some NFL action, huh? All right, and like I said, it is time for this NFL action. Uh, for those of you, I am not. Put, I probably haven't put a transition in yet, so if there isn't one, this is awkward. But anyways, let's get it going, right, guys? Um, first game off the list. We're going to Saturday, and it was the Houston versus the Baltimore team. Uh, Colby, you had Houston here. They did not cover the nine and a half. They did not. It's looking great through one half. That they were going to cover. However, I think that does keep your prediction alive because you did have Baltimore coming out of that, I'm pretty sure, in the end of the day. So you are still on the path of the champion. Um, same thing with you, Christian. You two are still alive on the Baltimore route. Uh, moving forward to the Packers game, Packers 49ers. Uh, Packers did cover Colby at nine and a half. So me and you feel pretty good, right? Right. So either I thought they were going to win, man. I wanted them to win so bad. 
in other words, two and zero in the jinxing department. Um, we're going to go ahead and keep on uh, moving on to the Bucks versus the Lions. This one broke my heart, at least. Um, but I guess, what are your guys? I want to hear your guys' thoughts on this game personally, because this game. For me, I thought it was a good game. I mean, Baker coming up short is just a classic Baker, but you hate to see it. But though, it feels bad for Baker. But yeah, that was a great game. That was I would have been happy for either of those teams. We said that was the ultimate good vibes game, but I am ultimately happy happier for the Lions. I'm glad. I hope the Lions can beat San Francisco, man. That that would be such a cool story if they made the Super Bowl. Um, so yeah, that was a good game. That was a shootout. They were slinging yeah. that thing off in Baker. Yeah, the Lions are really cashing in on their uh, once-a-decade playoff trip. I can tell you that much. Uh, Christian, <laughs> thoughts? Good game, man. I I mean, I'm happy for both of the teams. I mean, I mean, no one thought Baker would even take the Bucks at this point as well. Like, so shout out to the man. Like, get to see, but like the dude, the dude's a baller. The dude is a baller. He loves football. Um, so props. He's to gonna him. pay too. Yep. They gotta pay him. So, mm-hmm. or I mean, hey, free agent market because he is a free agent, so he can some team will want him, right? Maybe, uh, maybe that flag right behind you. Maybe... I, I love that. All right, I've I seen those rumors. I would be over the moon if the Steelers got Baker. Baker and Tomlin, are you kidding? That's like, oh, that'd be a dream combo. I don't think he's going, I don't think Tampa's let him leave, though. Seems like he wants to stay there. He could probably use some stability. After the OC, there's no the OC just left. What stability? I'm just saying, like being on the same team, he'll at least have the same head coach. And like, well, if he goes to the Steeler Nation, I mean, that's the that's the definition of stability most of the time. It's true. Well, it could be the last one next year. No contract is extended. We'll see what happens. But (laughs) all right, so that was that game. And last but not least, the game, of course, everyone wants to talk about. Chiefs, Bills. Christian picked the Chiefs. Uh, me and Colby on. picked the Bills. Yeah. Shame uh, on us. Yeah, go ahead, Christian. Laugh it up. Go ahead. Uh, 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 you want to take the spotlight on the Bills real quick? Because uh, I'll I'll I, I, I wanted, I'll I wanted him to go at least one more game. But, hey, you got it. Go ahead. I mean, I did literally say last week we're going to be one week here from now. You're going to be like, why did I take Josh Allen against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs? Like, death taxes Chiefs against the Bills. Like, it's not even overhanging. I was not even the slightest bit of worry. That entire game, I just could tell. I'm like, ah, dude, Patty's eating up the middle of the field with A.J. Klein as their linebacker one right now. Like, <laughs> he's eating up. Um, yeah. Buffalo, just... Buffalo, Buffalo. At, they put and... up a good first half, all right? Like, I was real. they really, they was really that meme where it's like they had me in the first half because they were running the ball willingly. Like, oh, they, I was like, throw my pin. They were running the ball <laughs> willingly. Like it, it, it did upset me a little bit that they lost this game. I'm not gonna lie. I was sitting there. I'm watching this game with my family, and I'm like, "They're once they started slowing down, and they they would they were afraid of Mahomes to get the ball back and score, which rightfully so makes sense. But they had like what seven, eight minutes left in the fourth quarter when they started doing that. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, that was a gamble. I mean, you have to score no matter what in that situation and you're just putting more pressure on yourself and then and they didn't guess what happened they put all that pressure on their kicker tyler bass poor guy and everything because he got he's off of social media apparently that's how bad it's gotten but yeah it, yeah and i mean i i did say i mean you can clip me from last week and clip me at the beginning of the season buffalo was gonna get a heartbreaking this say that and I can I absolutely feel for those Bills fans because that literally reminded me of 2011 Billy Cundiff and Foxborough hooking it to the left, and I was like, oh! And as soon as Jim Nance literally was like talking about Tyler Bass, like, oh, he's very reliable, like he's built for this situation, and he just stinks the man. Not what you want to hear. Not what you want to hear. But let's get to the bicker the bigger issue um that happened mm-hmm. in the game. Um Sean, what what was your 
thought process of putting Damar Hamlin on your on a fake punt? Yeah, yeah, that was, <laughs> that was a good questionable moment. Yes, that was. Uh, I mean, we're gonna let let Damar Hamlin get it. I feel like uh, it's not getting talk enough of that. I don't know if anyone just saw. I wish we had a YouTube. I was just doing our uh, the little Disney Channel. You know how they were like, "Hi, I'm this, I'm Sean McDermott, and this is Disney Channel." Da, 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 and he's doing. They, the they really mouse. thought this was a Disney movie. They're like, "Oh, like he'll he'll take it to now. There'll be a ceremonial memorial moment that's going to be looked back at the Super Bowl DVD." And then oh, that got lost. Off. They didn't even make it back to the line of scrimmage. Will they do the right thing? That's going to be the biggest question now. Will the NFL do the right thing and uh, give the award to Baker Mayfield as best the comeback player as he is? Or is it going to be DeMar Hamlin for surviving? They'll probably give it to Hamlin, which is understandable, but he should have his own thing. It should be Baker. He should have his own thing. I agree. They should give him like... I I have a take where we should have comeback player of the year, most improved player of the year, and then a Demar Hamlin. Yeah, trophy. I love. Yeah, I like the most improved thing, and then how the NBA does that. I think that would, would be. I do like. I do like that award. That would be interesting. Trophy. I love that last little bit there. Oh man, but uh, to be honest with you, that play was atrocious because what ended up happening was they got that led to the back of the end zone fumble. And everything that gave them the second chance. So everyone was complaining about the worst rule in NFL history where uh, we can go all the way back to, I don't know, week two, week three, I think it was when the Vikings had that happen to them. And uh, me, I was the poor soul that had to come on here and say, take it like a man. But Christian, hands up. What's going on, buddy? I am tired of these charming, soft people out here that are complaining <laughs> about like, do you want a reward for fumbling out the end zone? What what exactly do you expect to happen? You fumbled the ball. It went out the end zone. You're going to get punished for this. This isn't no Mickey Mouse clubhouse stuff here. The other team is going to get the ball back. Um, I'm talking to a certain member in our group chat, Mr. Blake Day, like what just because C.D. Lamb fumbled on the end zone and went in now you're very against it it's the worst rule in football no it's a logical freaking rule and what can you come up with a creative solution for me i'm open ears but no one can clearly come up with anything so i'm tired of the sherman soft people it's a rule it's a rule for a reason i love it i mean at this point i love it i mean colby what 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 was your thought on that moment there I mean, I listen, I don't love it, but I have no problem with it. I don't think it needs to be changed. Like it sucks when it happens to your team. I was I was rooting against the Chiefs. So I was happy when it happened. Uh, <laughs> so like it's it's like anything else. I don't think yeah, it's I don't think it's a problem. Like it's fine. It's, I'm right there with happens, you. I was right there with you. Like, oh man, that's such a dumb rule, obviously, but if it helps them, I'll be like, ha, huh, we'll take it. So yeah, I mean it's fine. All right. Well, that's three chances to win that game too, though. Like that, they yeah. Yeah, that's just you know, it's how it goes. Oh, Stephon Diggs, will you yeah, be back? Talk, that's yeah. the, I was about to say that. Good job mentioning chances there, Colby. I think when I that was the first person I thought of, Stefan Diggs. I'm not even thinking about what was it, a third stringer and Shakir and Shakir, who was their fourth, I want to say, and he ended up being one of the players of the day for the Bills. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, Gabe Davis fell off the face of the earth and got injured, I'm pretty sure. But on top of that, Diggs, what was it, a 60, 50-yard like pass? 67-yard pass. It was like from the 20. Yeah, Josh Allen just uncorks this beautiful pass, folks. I mean, I hope you got to see it because I was sitting at home just in awe, just like how I'm in awe how the Wolves somehow survived the Nets. Um, <laughs> but anyways – I was just in awe with Josh Allen's pass. It was, and it just goes right, at least through our perspective. When you see the replay, it doesn't really go right through his hands, but it looked like it went right through his hands. It looked like it went right through his arms. Like, like, cause he wears all that tape and all the, and everything. You can see it just right through the sleeves. I was like, oh my gosh, I love Diggs. He gave me the Minneapolis miracle, but these last couple seasons, my guy, it has not, your, the, work, the work has not been in the pudding. I think it's been hurting his image a lot in this this performance. I mean, he's been non-existent since like Thanksgiving. Um, and, like <laughs> the dude, and he like yeah. 
I just know it's going to come this offseason. Some incident of Diggs just not wanting to talk about the Bills or possibly equating a, tres, a trade. Who knows? But I can't be a diva if you're if you're going to be playing like this, dude. Like, dude, come on. Yeah, and then and then the question becomes, will he be? I mean, many teams are probably going to going to be on the market for Stephon Diggs. I mean, but how? How big of a market? That's going to be the question that I'm already asking myself. Like, how big of a market will actually be there? I mean, or will he? Will it all just be up for smoke and he's just going to be quiet this offseason? You know, maybe he's just going to be like, you know what? F it. You know, I'm staying with the Bills. Yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, it certainly wouldn't be like the last time when, like, they're not going to get – probably, I don't know if you get a first-round pick for him just because he's older at this point. There's so many great young receivers. Um, I think I feel like he'll probably be on the Bills unless he like really forces his way out. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there will be a market for him. Someone would trade for him, but I don't think it would be like a crazy tons of teams rushing to make the deal. So I think more than likely he's going to stay because I think that's probably where he's best off is in Buffalo. But we'll see. I could be deaf. I could be wrong about that. He might try to force his way out. I mean, once he leaves, who do the Bills really have at receiver then? It's just going to be their tight ends, Dawson Knox and Kincaid, which are great. I mean, here's those guys locked in. Gabe Davis is on his free agent. Yeah. Bill's got a lot of questions, man. They got a lot of questions. That's the thing. uh, Like with receivers, though, is there's like obviously not to the level of Stephon Diggs, what he has been his career, but like. There's just so many talented receivers. Every single draft, there's good receivers coming in. So, like, you can always find at least decent receivers, usually, in the draft to replenish your depth. I mean, you could, or you could also strike out. It takes a yeah, lot of Yeah, it's not a, a guarantee. There are teams that are better at it than others, but there's a lot of them out there, is what I'm saying. I was say, not everybody is blessed, like the Vikings, the Steelers, and – you know, the Rams to get these stellar receivers whenever they need them. You know? I'm not saying like superstars, but just like, I feel like there's a lot of solid receivers in college. But yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Uh, maybe I'll take back the Ravens one. I don't think I said the Ravens, but I'll take that back. It took you guys till this long to finally get a receiver. So, and look where it got you. Look where it got you. Oh, I got it. Hold it. Hold the fire. Hold the fire. I'm not trying to take shots. <laughs> Um, all right i want to take a little quick gander here at our wild card day where we went out and made our official predictions i'm gonna scroll on down here ravens chiefs that was predicted by it was predicted by me and uh colby did you say ravens chief as well no not in the ones before i think i had the bills in the ones before yeah, there it is. Yours is Bills Ravens. You had the Bills Ravens. So I'm back in this puppy. Holy cow. I didn't even realize that. I should have chose the Chiefs to begin with. But uh yeah, I'm going with in everything. We both all so me and Christian had Ravens Chiefs. Colby had Bills Ravens. And then Colby, you had the Rams and 49ers for your NFC. I had the Cowboys and 49ers. So did you, though, Christian. So did you. So uh you also Cowboys. got the Niners. Good job by us. We had the Lions losing to the Cowboys. Uh, That looks terrible right now. So those were our wildcard predictions, though, folks. That wasn't that that was neither here or there. Last week, the predictions were it looks like mine was Bucks versus the 49. Yeah, Bucks versus 49ers. And then you guys had Lions versus 49ers. So it's time. Colby, you missed the epic pregame speech. But let me tell you, there's some more good stuff right down the road. And see you guys next time. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead and take it away, Christian. Um, Colby, I'm not sure if you saw in the group chat or not, but I, I am actually attending Sunday's game. Oh, there you go. That's awesome, dude. That's going to be wild. Yeah, so, and they're bringing the whole Avengers. I mean, you're bringing Ray Lewis and Ed Reed to be the – uh, legends of the game so we'll have a ray lewis walkout um you have uh michael phelps as the game ball presenter you have jonathan ogden as the honorary team captain you have two freaking bombers flying over during the national anthem you got uh terrell suggs 
Hanquan Bolden and uh, Dennis Pitta, Matt Stover, a couple other Raven legends that are going to be there. Like, it's you're bringing whole troops and everything. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be a good game, um, I will say. But but I would not be shocked if we also have another fourteen plus win over a over five hundred team because we have ten this season. So, I I think we match up very well um, against the Chiefs. Um, I mean, my only worry is probably Willie Gay as a defensive spot. He does really excellent. He did really well with Josh Allen last week. Um, but other than that, I'm I'm confident. Like I'm I'm locked in. I'm confident in this team to get the job done um, against and take down the Swifties. And America is <laughs> behind us. I'm all for it. Um, it's a weird feeling. Um, I don't think I've ever had this feeling of America really. No, that's a lie. America was definitely behind you when you had to play the Patriots in the past in the playoffs. Yeah, that was it was like distant ago though, so I don't remember the feeling though. Like, it, it's been it's been eleven long years since we've been back yeah. to the NFC Championship game, so it's like yeah. we haven't been here in so long. So this is it's Lamar's calling. He's here. This is his time to shine. And it, it still amazes me that we continue to go on media doubting him. Um, Taylor Lawan, freaking boneheads out here going, oh, yeah, just use the 2019 Titans formula, uh, blitzing the man and keeping uh throwing outside the numbers. Buddy, did you not watch last week's game? The I, man, I thought about <laughs> the Texans blitzed, blitzed like 70 to 80 percent of the snaps. Did we, watch, did we not watch last week? So um, that's just outside noise, though. Like at this rate, it's like, and then Bib, Bill Polian. Don't get me started on Bill Polian. That guy, that guy's always been Lamar's probably number one hater. That guy <laughs> continue just to keep saying, "Oh, just keep blitzing Lamar. You just just make him throw." Really, buddy? Really, old man? We really got to do this again, dude? Like, public enemy. How many times we gotta tell you, old man? Um, <laughs> so, give me, give me Ravens minus three and a half. Oh, I mean, this is. Ooh. I'm confident. I'm I'm confident that we can. It's it's all. It's also like to my anime people out there. Dragon Ball Z when Goku has a spear bomb, <laughs> like oh, just putting their energy towards it, and he's ready to throw it at the Majin Buu. So that was probably one of my favorite edits. Not gonna lie, that one <laughs> that is one of my one. favorite. That edits, was a good one. one. <laughs> um, all right. My concerns. Here's my here's my thoughts on this game. Here, first of all, uh. The Chiefs have come back to really prove to everyone that this is a legitimate, probably dynasty um, oh. that we are we are officially looking at. We are officially dealing with. If you had any doubts, because this was their first playoff game on the road and everything with Mahomes and every and all that jazz last week, I hope those doubts were erased because this is going to be an insane environment like we were talking about earlier there's gonna be an insane game we everyone knows what's at stake here and it just seems like the freaking chiefs are starting to do what honestly it's probably different than what the patriots have done because patriots weren't you know a three seed as often they were usually one or two but i would say just going this whole season so rocky as an offense and not having all these problems about the catching and all that nature, get in the playoffs and they actually get it together. Right back and, to- and not the, not even to mention that Pacheco is just a prime playoff running back. I mean, it's simple as that. He's just like playoff Lenny almost, you know, it's simple. Like, it's like another one of those guys. He's a good playoff running back. Um, so I just look, when I look at this game, I just see this annoying chiefs offense. And the thing is, the receiving game hasn't been fixed. And that's the crazier part. Like the receiving game hasn't even been fixed. They're just throwing it to the same people over and over. Now you can trust Kelsey, so they're going to throw it to Kelsey. And they can trust last week it was MVS, and the week before in the cold game, it was Rice. Like literally, whoever that other person is, that's who they're going to throw it to. Those are the only two receivers you'll really see them throw it to. And it drove me insane to see the Bills lose that game. And that's why. I just feel a little bit more confident in saying that the Ravens just do have a little bit more of the edge to cover those chiefs and those offensive weapons. I mean, 
that shut down those possibilities and let me see and give me the chance to see Kadarius Tony on the field. Give Dude, me that chance. Say, I was like, can we get Kadarius Tony on the field? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure he hasn't even. Been, I'm pretty sure he hasn't played nope. much of playoff football. Nope, he's been so, in <laughs> Yeah, like give me that chance, like I, I or something, you know. So I would. I am concerned because it is the Chiefs, like you got, like you said, but. I'm t- I'm feeling the de- Ravens defensive matchup here, and that's what I'm really buying into. I can trust Lamar on the back end, but it's more or less how can we contain Mahomes? And I think it's going to be the defense, and I really do like the Ravens' odds, so I'm going to go with the Ravens' defense on this one. And I'm not sure if you guys heard, um, but there's a Josh Allen curse uh, right now. I saw. Uh, I have seen that. Yeah, I did. That one. Mm-hmm. Every team that's been Josh Allen in the playoffs lost the following round. Like, what are the chances? What are the chances? What if we get a Josh Allen and 49ers curse, which we'll get to here in a little bit? <laughs> a double whammy. Yeah, that'd be wild. Colby? So you guys made a lot of good points there. I agree with a lot of what Christian said and everything. Um, what's the line on this? It's three and a half, three right? And a half. Three mm-hmm. and a half. Um, Hasn't moved. Yeah. Not even a budge. Um. Well. Um. I mean, I kind of learned my lesson last week. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you all are right, because I will be pulling. I rarely pull for the Ravens, obviously, but I will be pulling for the Ravens in this game. Um. But I would take the Chiefs and the points here, just because I kind of feel like, at this point, the Chiefs might just never let anyone have any fun ever. They're kind of like they feel very much like where the Patriots were, and I'm just kind of now have a hard time picking against them. Um. I, the Ravens, look, they're better than Buffalo. So I think they could very well still win this game. I hope they do. Um, they certainly have a lot of edges across the board positionally, um, especially with their defense. But at the same time, it's just Mahomes, man. He's just absurd. And so I would definitely, just because I'm catching points with the Chiefs, I'll definitely take the Chiefs um, getting three and a half. I kind of still like the Ravens to win. I think it's going to be very close, though. Um, so I take the Chiefs to cover, definitely. But it's a tough spot, man. I don't know. I I think it's going to be a great game. I think the Ravens, if they can run the ball effectively throughout, should be able to win if they can get maybe some some of those turnovers the Chiefs have had issues with at times. Um, but there's very little room for error against the Chiefs, and they've just been so good in these playoffs. Um, so I'll take them in the points, but I think Baltimore can get it done. We'll see. But you're right, Christian. America is behind you. <laughs> we got to play our A game. I mean, that's the Chiefs. We got to I mean like you, you can't you can't mess around with this game. But I'm confident in the guys that they're gonna they're gonna pull out, um, especially the defense. Um, so because Mike McDonald's is freaking bag right now of just throwing. I mean, he had C.J. Stroud only scored three points technically. Uh, special teams was the one that got the touchdown. Didn't even have a single play within the red zone. So. I'm I'm trusting with that. Um, but it's like I said, this is it's gonna be a freaking banger. It's gonna be a freaking banger. Oh my god. Um also the matchup I do want to point out because I mean Jalen did text me last week, like these teams are like beating each other up right now. Um so yeah. there were key injuries that happened on both sides. Yeah. Uh, one key injury for the Chiefs is that Joe Tooney, their guard, um, is out mistaken with that peck injury. So that one is something to keep an eye out for. Oh, and isn't they think Marlon Humphrey might play too, right? Marlon, Marlon might be playing, and Mark Andrews is most likely going to be playing too. That's so big. that is big. Oh, yeah, we missed him last week. Yeah. Okay. So when Mark Andrews runs out that tunnel, <laughs> that's going to be shaking. Oh God, people are going to be waiting for him. I was about to say, especially the Camel Pants gang. The Camel Pants army is waiting for Mark Andrews. I can already tell. I cannot wait to run these camel pants, dude. I cannot. Just pure violence is ready. (laughs) You're going to be a part of the army that day. The Seven Nation Army, of course. (laughs) That is going to be an awesome. I'm truly truly proud. I I really hope this game is just at least iconic. That's all I'm asking because it seems like that's what everyone's pointing it and hyping it up to be. So give me something. Give me something that I can feel. That's what uh, that uh, what's it called? That's what Posty says. Um, okay, moving on because we'll probably come back to that one as we wrap up our final takes of the day. But we gotta at least get to the other game, to the conference stuff. Well, should have been champions, or 
in my case, because I don't know if you guys saw that the NFL is 100% behind their grass this time. Now, that's the only reason why I said that. <laughs> so this should have been changed. I had a notification. I was like, dude, what is this? <laughs> I, I thought that was the funniest thing ever. But it is the Lions at the 49ers. Um, does anyone know the line? I do not have FanDuel. Uh, last time I checked, it was seven, but I can double check yeah. right now. Is it really? Yeah, I think that one stuck around too all week. Like both of these lines have not moved at all. It is right now seven still. For the favorite for the 49ers? Yep. Yep. So touchdown. Well, folks, I hope this one did not take that much time for you to figure out, at least in my opinion. I know, Colby, I, I used to be there to poke fun at you about Brock Purdy and the hate. But sometimes you just got to know the moment. And, folks, I'm ret- I'm t- turning in my jinxing powers. I don't want them anymore. This one, I'm going to give, I'm going to turn it in for this week, at least till the Pro Bowl. Um, for this week, I truly want the Lions to actually win this game. I, I do. I think this is going to be a spot where they can actually achieve it too with no Debo Samuel. Sir Trent Williams is playing the game. But I still think when you have this Lions team who knows what is at stake here. Not even to mention, I think Aiden Hutchinson will be there to challenge. And then you got Kirby Joseph, that helmet hitting. I, I Not much of a fan of Kirby Joseph anymore. Not much of a fan. And then you got Cam Gardner-Johnson, who's actually talking his talk, which is what you want to see out of a corner in your defense right around the playoffs. I mean, shoot. he got. I don't know if you guys saw, he intercepted Baker Mayfield and gave him the football back. I mean – Please do that to Brock Purdy. And I feel like the confidence of the guy might be shot. I mean, shoot, he doesn't have Debo as it is. He barely survived. Um, sure, I think the stat is that he is 4-0 without Debo Samuel. And he has Trent Williams. That's the kicker there. So it's a tough one at the end of the day. But when you said seven and this line hasn't moved from seven, I thought that was crazy. So give me the Lions. I'll definitely take the Lions and the points here. Yeah, man, Lions are America's team. I'm rooting hard for them this weekend, and I love Brock Purdy. No disrespect to him, but the Niners, we've all seen the Niners have plenty of success in our time. Um, This would be amazing if the Lions make the Super Bowl. Um, Seven, yeah, seven is too many points. I think they'll be able to move the ball and score. Now, their defense is a concern. They're probably going to get lit up by this Niners offense, but if they can make enough plays defensively, Hutchinson get after the passer a little bit and create enough pressure to cause issues. I do think Detroit can keep it close. You know, there's always the Dan Campbell making crazy go for it's fake punts, variance thing you got to account for. So I think that's too many points for, for Detroit with Jared Goff, who's playing very well. He's a better quarterback in this game. They can run the ball. I think Detroit will be able to move the ball and score on San Francisco's defense. And I think that's going to make it a good game. So I'll take Detroit to cover. I hope they can win, man. I think they really can do it. I, I think it's on the board. You know a fake punt's gonna come. Like you, you have to go knowing a fake punt or a fake field goal is gonna happen. Like Dan Campbell's gonna pull out all the stops here. It's gonna be a battle. I think this line is too big um, itself. I mean, Debo. I just checked Jalen. He's not officially listed out, and he was practicing today, so Debo might actually play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't that. trust it, dude. I, I, and even honestly, thank you for telling me because even if so, just like Colby said, we've seen it before, you know? So I would still stand by my take personally if Debo played. The only concern I have is what I said last week Detroit secondary. Like, it's the big one. Not good. So, like, they got to play on point. They got. They got to play how they played in um, was it the Rams game with the red zone defense? You got you got, you got to play that out again because this is going to be a tough battle. You're going to have pretty much the whole arsenal. Now, now your time, Lions. Let's let's go for it. Um, but give me Lions plus seven. I'll take the points with them. Yeah, and my thing is the Lions did they, even though they did get torched by Mike Evans. They did put a lid on everybody else, it seemed like. I mean, Kate Otten got his little touchdown and everything, but they they did they did a pretty good job containing the Bucks for the most part. It was the run game for the Bucks that really surprised the Lions, in my opinion. But um 
And I think, I just think the Lions know the moment right now. Like they know the 49ers are the big bad of the, of the NFC, you know, like hey, hey, Colby, Colby's smiling right now. Cause he knows that that's what he, he knows it. Cause that's why I hate it when he talks about them. They are considered the big bad. They, they are, are the favorite. No, they are. So it, that's not why I'm smiling actually, but yeah. Yeah. Sure. I just I saw mean, this. Sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was no, no, no. very off topic, but. I did not realize that Raheem Morris was also on the 2013 Redskins coaching staff. Oh no! Coaches, so add to the legend. But oh, anyway, this continues. But yeah, you're right. They are the big bad. <laughs> he, all, he was also a Bucks coach. I also put that on there on this yeah. chat on there as well. But um, yeah, that's why I think I think um, yeah, that's why I got for the Lions and everything. So, Christian. You got anything left to say for championship weekend? This is your weekend, man. As we're coming down before fun, this is not your final thought, might I add you. This is just championship weekend wrap up. It's, I'm locked in. I'm gonna go in there like uh, I'm ready to go for war right now. Like there's a lot of feelings going on right now that haven't been felt in so long. Um, and it's just gonna get more tensified if we win on Sunday. Um, so it's looks like I can't I can't even put into the right words. Um, but I do have a championship there's due um Ooh. for us. There we go. So we're going to the man. He's back. Mark Andrews is back. So give me a Mark Andrews touchdown was priced pretty favorably at a plus two forty right now, which is probably the highest you ever see Mark Andrews priced at um for any time touchdown. And then we go to the later game. He didn't reach the end zone last year. I mean, last week. Give me David Montgomery to run in for Detroit Lions. I think they're going to need his big body rather than a Jameer Gibbs type of body with the 49er defensive line. I think that, that just matches well better. So that gets you to plus eight, 18. So that is what I'm rocking and rolling. Um, I will mm-hmm. put a sprinkle on mm-hmm. Rashad Bateman, anytime touchdown. And then a sprinkle on Jamison Williams anytime touchdown. Anyone else you're gonna sprinkle a double touchdown on this weekend? Mm-hmm. No. Is there oh, gonna that, be a that, not that's, this time? Uh actually, you know what? Give me a sprinkle on Jared Goff anytime touchdown. Let me oh, just oh go for it. I thought you were gonna go uh <laughs> folks, for those of you what I'm trying to bait Christian into, uh he actually also went with a Travis Kelsey double touchdown last week. He hit from you. He added him on the blacklist, but look at him. He never I, left. I, I, I did. I did go back away. to it. I did not he want it to burn me the one week I don't take him. So I did win like $150 off that because. Gosh. <laughs> I mean, too- congratulations. That was a good call by you. But God, that is, oh, that is heartbreaking here. I mean. He is a, he's not on the blacklist, so we can at least officially say that. Yeah, he's he on the blacklist for this week. He's not scoring. Just for this week, he'll still be on. <laughs> All right. So now we can go. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Christian. You, this is going to be a big week for you. So I'll let you gather your thoughts. You'll be our final, final thought for today's final thoughts. Colby, take it away. Um, I'll just follow up on my final thought from last time. As I mentioned, I did get to see the Denver Nuggets in person over the weekend. That was very fun and very exciting. Me and my sister went and saw uh, them play the Wizards. Uh, Jokic did not disappoint. He went for 42-12-8. So that was pretty hype. That was amazing to see and get to watch in person. They were chanting him. Everyone, we were chanting MVP for him at the end of the game. People were chanting about half as many. And the Wizards are so bad. About half as many people were there to see the Nuggets anyway. Um, and it was cool. I didn't realize, but I guess there's a lot of, in big cities like that, I guess there's a lot of, uh, like, European, like, fans for of the Nuggets because of Jokic. And, like, the section we were sitting in, like, we were sitting beside a Bosnian guy who was a Nuggets fan, and we were sitting, there was a bunch of Belgian people behind us who were Nuggets fans, so that was cool to see. Um, and then just also the Wizards are horrible, but just to give us solid a little light sprinkle i do i do like koulibaly their rookie i i thought you know he's he's really athletic and he's a good defender so that's a silver lining for one of the worst teams maybe the worst team in nba there you go final thought all right my final thought here as i pull it up real quick we're going to take it to the nba as well because my team is not in the nfl however 
Bill Walton, folks, is back. Um, I shared this with Colby. This is just Bill Damn. Walton's back. He's doing it. It has all these flowers and rainbows. He's rocking his tie-dye shirt. His first game he's calling Bucks at Nuggets, January 29th. Oh, Bill Walton, bless your heart. Best man. players That's... in the world. Bill Walton doesn't get any better than that. It's gonna be it's gonna be some it's gonna be a sight to hear. I, I'm I'm not gonna be even watching the game. I just want to hear it. I'll be honest with you. Um, and now for the thoughts that we've been waiting for, Christian, well, take it away. I have, I have three final thoughts. First, I forgot to talk about it, but with Jim back in his here in NFL, he's gonna start out his coaching tree again in his system. Who might be back for the Chargers? This guy. Um, he might be back in the mix. Uh, I, I would not be shocked because he did do good with Jim. Um, so wouldn't be shocked that. Two, I did predict a Ravens 49ers Super Bowl at the beginning of the season. Let's see if that hot streak continues, and I predict that correctly. Um, three, I mean, let's just ride the hot streaks of what I keep doing. Ravens minus three and a half is my official lock. Um, oh. So let's just continue that hot streak. <laughs> and I work like I said, I can't even like can't even think about what what's gonna happen transpire on Sunday. If they win and just one step closer, like words can't describe the happiness. And I'm ready to go at it. I'm ready to buy a Rokon white away jersey. That is the final collection. I need a white jersey, so I'll begin a Rokon one and I'm ready to go at it. You know, Christian, I'm right there with you. And to not be cheesy. That is, that does sound like some pretty good stuff. Thank you for listening to the CJJC Show. Whenever you want more biased takes, go on over to our social media pages, Spotify, or wherever you can probably find a podcast, if we have it up. And if we do, thank you for following us on social media. And then besides that, have a good one, y'all.